And now, for your listening pleasure, we present you Boomerotica. Your host, Alyssa. And welcome back to Boomerotica. Boomerotica. <laughs> With your co-hosts, Alyssa. And Ashley. And we are unfortunately leaving the beautiful world of non-hetero modern romance. It was such a lovely time. I really enjoyed our vacation for Pride. <laughs> um, we will absolutely be doing that again next year. And perhaps we'll feature some non-hetero stuff sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. We need a break, guys. Because <laughs> those books were all so much better than this crap. <laughs> So we are back. We will have our next four episodes being focused on some more classic Harlequin novels. (laughs) They were really terrible to read. (laughs) Back to the salt mines, friends. Back to us being a bunch of salty bitches about this horrible, horrible writing. Mm -hmm. So we are starting in the early 90s. 90, even. Is it 90? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Original edition published in 1990. And we are reading That Midas Man by Valerie Parve. Now, Valerie, in her little bio here in the yeah, book, it says she had a busy and successful career as a journalist and advertising copywriter before she began writing for Harlequin in 82. Mm. She's an enthusiastic member of several Australian writers' organizations, and her many interests include her husband, her cat, and the Australian environment. Her love of the land is a distinguishing feature in many of her books for Harlequin. All right. I don't know if I got a love of the land necessarily out of this book. No. Uh, I don't know, kind of. When she goes into, like, landscapes and stuff, she does kind of spend some time on that. So I could almost see it. I mean, maybe. But not. There's no cats in this either. (laughs) No, trust me, if there were cats, I'd be happier about this book. I, I remember. All right. You ready to know what this shitty book is about? Oh, yeah. Let them let the people know. <laughs> Jill's whole world was threatened, and only Michael Midas Thorne, a mining engineer and self-made millionaire, could help. If he'd agree to an interview, she'd earn a promotion and a raise. Hmm. She desperately needed the money to finance a custody battle against her ex-husband. Without it, she'd lose her six-year-old daughter, Georgina. Jill thought Midas would understand her torment. After all, he'd suffered a great loss himself. But she also knew he hated the press. They'd been relentless in their pursuit of him following the deaths of his wife and young son. Could she earn his trust? And perhaps his His love. love. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that coming. Yeah. Lord Jesus. And I'm going to be honest. The cover fucking sucked on this. Yes. I'm honestly... The synopsis is why we picked it, because it sounded awful from the synopsis, mm-hmm. in the kind of way we like. But the cover is boring. It's right? not enticing. It's just a lady with windswept hair and her head tilted at a weird angle with a very swarthy man. But he's not a swart Like, the way he's described in the book is not the kind of guy to see on the cover. Like, it's not... No, I think the cover guy is darker than he's described in the book. Right. Like, he's much more like, I want to say, like, 
Greek, like Italian, like that really dark, yeah. hairy. Right. Um, but I don't think he was like that in the book. Mm-mm. The cover's very boring. No. Uh, the whole time I read this, I imagined him as uh, David Batista. Batista. Oh my god, I love that. I did not have that image at all. Yeah, that helped the book a whole lot. Because it's god just like this, this giant hulking, like, hot guy. And also, uh, there's an interview with him somewhere where he was like, I would like to be the romantic interest in a movie or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you could probably make this into a shitty, like, Hallmark rock. He'd be great in that, because, like, it's that yeah. kind of guy. And I feel like batista's got the like level of comedy he could make that rom-com kind of actually entertaining right yeah he can spice up this book a whole lot <laughs> that's it call me i can make this happen we have a casting list yeah. who would be the who would be the woman with batista in this movie adaptation of honestly the, that midas man all of these women are just the same clone over like, can we please because i just love her so much can mm-hmm. we make it goldie goldie hawn's daughter what's her name from how to lose a guy in 10 days oh um kate Hudson. Yes. Yes, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, oh my god, Kate Hudson and Batista romance? Oh my gosh, yes! That would be hysterical. Fantastic. Um, If anyone makes this movie, we need a cut for the intellectual property of the idea. Right. We're copywriting you. this right now. Make it happen. Yes, please. <laughs> she was married to this famous tennis player. He he played tennis at some point, and then... Did he? He, be- he became like a... Because he got hurt and couldn't play tennis anymore. That's why he He went. became like a... Like an influencer before I, influencers. I thought he existed. was just like the news anchor. Oh shit! Well, maybe <laughs> because they, I know he played tennis and that's how he got famous. Yeah, but he couldn't do that anymore. So I'm they not talk. Sure. I mean, they talk very early in the beginning. She bumps into him because she's out covering a story, and he rolls up because it's breaking. So I mm. thought he was like the go-to like hot news anchor. That makes sense. That traveled. Honestly, I paid him so little he's mind because he's some sort of TV journalist. I think right. Um, honestly, if this was any other book. He would be the guy that she falls in love with. He's that much of an asshole. Yeah, that's, for sure. Um, my very first note is, because she's she's just, like, backgrounding the whole thing. And first of all, he met her when she was 18. Yeah, the ages were not great between no. her and this now ex-husband. Uh-uh. Um, but he also called sex his after-dinner minute. Oh, I missed that. Or I forgot it. Well, Blocked it out, maybe? Yeah, you should have. Um... <laughs> it only takes him a minute how sad right i was like it's fine if it's an after dinner treat but like a minute just a minute just just a minute he doesn't have time there's breaking news stories what if something happens and he has to run to cover it (laughs) gotta get it over with he can't take too long during sex he can't take the risk of being involved in something ruin his career by being involved sexually yeah jesus Uh, christ so she is a journalist or she's like trying to become like a big journalist right because right. they she's, keep giving her shitty assignments. yeah she's like lower level and yeah. she's trying to get to the point where she can get a better job so that she can fight him because he had all the power and wealth he got primary custody of their six-year-old even though he had no damn business having custody of again just a power play against her right yeah which i'm sure happens so that's not yeah. out of the realm um so it, it opens on her birthday and she calls her daughter like to to talk on her birthday and like she's like mommy happy birthday i sent you a card like it's all really sad they live shit. in the same city though right yeah yeah okay and um and so she's carrying around all of these what were they they were like she had to pick up like epa like environmental documents yeah, for she, an article that she was writing right she had a whole bunch of stacks of these and then found out that there was some sort of 
big news kerfuffle happening at the hotel down the street from where she was. So being a journalist, she went to go check it out. (laughs) If I get there first, I can scoop the story and sell it to my editor. Hooray. Uh, So she comes in and this really helpful dude, like, he's like, oh, let me help you with all those papers. She thought he was the doorman. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, this really helpful, like, valet is going to help me put this stuff in a chair. And she turns around to try to tip him and he's gone. Poof. Into the, into the ether. Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn, he was super helpful. Here's a two minute. Two dollars or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much you tip people for carrying your stack of papers. I don't know. Depends on the stack. I would probably pay a lot. Um, and then she runs into Terry, and she's trying to talk to him about, like, custody arrangements of the daughter. Meanwhile, <laughs> Terry's just being a dick. Oh, my God. And so all of his, like, people around him knew her, and they yeah. all liked her, and he's being a shit to her. And she's like, I can tell they're all rolling his eyes at him. Like, yeah. This is crap. And she gets all emotional because he's a shit to her. And he's like, oh, I, I forgot it was your birthday. <laughs> oh, of look. Of course I forgot. You divorce her and she still nags you about shit. <laughs> like, oh, God, it's <laughs> yeah. so painful. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, that hits her right in the emotional crotch. And uh, yeah. she runs to a stairwell to get her feels out. And then the valet shows up. Also in the stairwell. He's Surprise. Hiding in the stairwell, too. Why would a valet hide in the stairwell, Ashley? Because he's actually a multimillionaire. <gasps> what? Ah, uh, surprising. <laughs> okay, here he's... was my issue. Uh-huh. I understand you're in your feels, mm-hmm. but you've just talked ad nauseum about how important this job is and yeah. getting a breaking story, and you just leave a giant legal box stacked to the brim with papers that probably are important for your story, along with your little briefcase, mm-hmm. you just leave all your personal shit on a couch in the middle of a very busy hotel. With tons of journalists. Yeah! Like, it was crawling with people. I hope those weren't important at all. I hope none of those were confidential. Right. They aren't anymore. Um, yeah, sorry. That was just... So it, it turns out that it's it's Mr. Midas man himself. Michael Midas, air quotes around Midas. Right, I'm just Thorn. gonna call him that because I'm just gonna call him Midas. I love that they were he. The story was like, oh, he. Everyone called him Midas because every like venture he joined turned to gold or yeah. some shit like that. What a rough life. Well, okay, he did have a rough life, but we'll <laughs> yeah, guess he did. We probably can't mock him too much. Yeah, he he did the thing. We find out he had some shit go down. Yeah, um, but like. She doesn't quite put together the pieces of who he is until their conversation's over. And he's, yeah. like, really comforting. And they have, like, a moment. And he's, like, he finally admits who he is. And he's, like, oh, my private elevator's broken. And so, like, the only way I can escape the people in the lobby is I have to, like, come up through here. And yeah. it was very lovely to meet you. And they have, like, a little moment. Super adorable. Uh, and note in this moment, mm-hmm. she never says what her exact job is. Mm-mm. He, I think he just assumed that she Oh, was she was a secretary. Secretary, because right. the amount of, like, paperwork she was carrying. Right. Um, but that, like, becomes important later. That she yeah. never actually says what her job is. They yeah. just chit-chat about the ex-husband a little bit. I yeah. think the kid, right? Yeah. Is the focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she tugs on some heartstrings. They have a little moment. They both notice the little vibey moment. And then he's got to go because his helicopter or whatever's there. Mm-hmm. And she goes back home. And was it later that day? Yeah, I mean, that I think she, it was that night. She got yeah, 
like six dozen roses. Yeah, that's excessive. That's so many. Like, okay, all I picture mm-hmm. <laughs> when someone explains that they get more than two vases worth of flowers, mm-hmm. I'm just like, how is the person delivering those? Because <laughs> you only have two hands and you don't want to like spill anything. So how do you deliver that many vases filled with roses? Okay, it's the same quandrum I have with people that have like go pick up coffee for the office and they come back with a bag but oh, they're yeah. all in the Yeah. It's it's the same like if I you're imagine... getting more than four coffees and they don't fit in a tray, what am I supposed to do with it? Right. Yeah. How do I So I assume the flower industry probably has that covered, but I just saying it's always been something I've wondered about. I'll order you a whole bunch of roses. <laughs> order me six dozen and let's see what they do. Your husband might get mad at me, but we'll do that. <laughs> And it has like a, like a call me on the card or call whatever. Call me. Hey, hey. We had a lovely meet. Hey let's, y'all, hey. Let's hang out. You want bang? Yeah. <laughs> it was that vibe for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, what a romantic man. I mean. It actually was pretty sweet. I liked it. we had worse. Honestly, he's not the worst male character we've encountered. No. I mean, there's some problems, but. Right off the he's bat. No he's no Rufus. <laughs> Rufus. <laughs> God, why do you always have to bring up Rufus? <laughs> because he's pretty shitty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, between, they set up lunch mm-hmm. the next day. So she goes to meet with her boss in the morning. And he's like, hey, if you want to get your promotion or whatever, the boss guy wants you to have an interview with this guy. Yeah. And she opens up the folder and it's Midas. Yeah. Because he doesn't do interviews with n- nobody. So yeah. this is kind of an impossible task. I but. love that they were just like, here, we've got a task for you. And they knew it was fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. But they knew she was desperate enough to try it. Right. And the other guy in her department, Terry. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> I don't know how you remembered that name. <laughs> I don't know. But he um, is apparently like the ruthless. Terry's the like scumbag that will do anything. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, she definitely doesn't want him to get the promotion, and she doesn't want him involved, so she's like, okay, I'll do it. And then <laughs> she goes to lunch with him, and she's trying, or she she goes to meet him in his offices in the penthouses of the big tower or whatever. Yeah. And she's trying so hard to, like, work herself up to tell him ahead of time, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do, you were... And this, and the reason this matters is, like, she tells us when mm. she gets the assignment mm-hmm. in her, like, mm-hmm. backstory na- narrative. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, this is the impossible assignment because this guy, years ago, his wife and kids got into a car accident. Mm-hmm. And because the, they were being chased by paparazzi. Right. The paparazzi wanted pictures. So mm-hmm. they, like, left wherever they were in a hurry. Yeah. Weather was bad or something. And, they, and so he's always blamed journalists. Right. Because she and, ran off a cliff and, like. Yeah. It Italy was, or something. It was pretty tragic. Yeah. Um, and so since then, he's refused all interviews because he blames journalists right. for his family's death. So right. this is why it's the impossible task mm-hmm. and why it's such a big deal that he doesn't know what her career right. is. And I like that she wants to be ethical and be like, hey, yeah, this is me. This is like, just, yeah. I'm interested in you, but also. <laughs> and also, can we talk about the fact that when he's like, do you want to come to lunch? He fucking loads her into a helicopter, mm-hmm. <laughs> takes her to his private island. I mean, if you're going to schmooze me, that's the way to do it. I mean, it. certainly that would get me to love you. Yeah. Uh, I could, yes, I could do a lot of things mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> but just like, yeah. But also he gave her no time to like talk about it. So it was no. like, it was like, oh, thanks for meeting me. I have a little quick meeting. Um, So-and-so in the helicopter will take you to my private island that she already knew all about. Yeah. And... 
And, and she's just like, I, uh, ooh, uh, like, yeah, I need to talk. No, I need to talk to you. And like, I thanks. loved, I loved the scene of like, I have this little meeting. I'm so sorry. So-and-so will take you in the helicopter and I'll meet you a little bit later. He'll come right. back and get me. Yeah. And then like at the last minute, as the helicopter's starting to take off, he runs out and hops <laughs> he in. He just jumps in. I yeah. made it. We're good. <laughs> And then, like, as they're flying in, he's telling her about how the island was all overgrown. Pointing out landmarks. And he, like, tells her what he changed and what he built and all these things. Like, that was super cute. I would have been wooed quickly. I also, this always seems the most decadent shit to me, is when people, like, own beachfront property Mm. like this man. But then there's also a fucking regular pool. And I'm like, do we need need both? Yes, we need both. That seems like too much. No, I like too much. Yeah? I want both. All right. I just feel like if you've already got the beach, you don't need the pool. But I, no, no. Because <laughs> no. some, some of us are afraid what's in the water in the beach. I know what's oh, in the pool. Oh, okay. That's... I can see the things in the pool. I didn't think about that. I have thoracophobia. Right. I cannot be out in the ocean. <laughs> I will have a panic attack. If something touches me, I'm out. I will walk on water. <laughs> ask Russ. He's seen it happen. Okay. And it was just a little minnow that brushed across my foot, and I fucking <laughs> yeeted myself to the beach. That was... <laughs> Never seen you, yourself move so fast. There's a picture of it downstairs somewhere. I will show you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> between the helicopter and all the schmoozing stuff, I was like, oh my god, is this like some Fifty Shades shit before it even happened? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I did it in record time. I killed Alyssa. It's Fifty Shades shit. I mean... I have not read that, but if it is, this seems like a really slow build. Isn't Fifty Shades, like, filthy right out of the gate? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read it. Maybe that should be one of our modern ones. Oh, please don't do that to me. (laughs) (laughs) No. Neither of us has read it, so. Okay, the problem I have with that whole thing is Fifty Shades is Twilight fan fiction that they rebranded. Yeah, and I don't really like Twilight enough, so. And I love Twilight. You're, like, bastardizing something that I, and I read so much smut of Twilight. I, I, like, good smut. This is terrible. Like, okay, no. Nope. Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay. Anyway, we roll up onto this beautiful island, just the two of them, for their little lunch date. And they, like, bring out champagne. And, the like, housekeeper greets them. Yeah. Like, yeah. how bougie The island is this? keeper, I guess. She's yeah. more than just a housekeeper. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so she finally, like, admits. She tells oh, yeah. him. She's like, okay, I have to be honest at this point. Like, I am a journalist. I've and been he's trying like, to tell you, sir. Right. And he did not want to hear it, but he finally heard it. And he was like, okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. There's the helicopter. He will take you wherever you want to go. <laughs> Don't let the blades hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Never mind. Just kidding. Um, but her desperation to, like, get custody for her kid kicks in. Oh, my God. This was so skeevy. I uh, So sketchy. I, I did not like this. I understand the motivation but also the way of going about she it she is no just... better than terry right now no okay Mm-mm. after she so disparaged terry and then pulls right. this crap mm-hmm. you are no better than a terry so the helicopter pilot comes to get her and she's like oh no midas told me that i could yeah that's fair <laughs> midas told me that like i could stay the night because i'm not feeling well right because he basically after they talked he stormed away to the house and right. left her yeah so she was free to just like talk to the tell pilot alone little, yeah tell her little story no supervision right 
um, she's like, oh, I just, I don't feel well. My doctor said I should rest for at least a day. Like, I can't travel tonight. I, like, yeah. whatever. So they're going to let me stay in a guest room. So, like, I think Island Keeper Lady, like, puts yeah, her up. She went to the keeper and she's like, I just have to make a quick phone call before oh, I leave. Right. right? So she tells the pilot one thing, then mm-hmm. talks to the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And then just, once the housekeeper fucks off, she just, the pilot leaves. So I guess the housekeeper thought she made her phone call and left. Right. Um, so now she's just hiding out in this, well, and also, this bungalow. Because he leaves, Midas also thinks that thinks she, she left. left. Yeah. So everything's taken care of as far as he's concerned. So she's hiding out in like a guest bungalow by the pool. Right. <laughs> Which. No better than Terry. Ballsy. And also I like that she called her editor. Mm-hmm. And basically she was like, you'll never guess where I am. Uh-huh. I'm on Midas's private island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Keep Terry off of this. <laughs> this story's mine, bitch. <laughs> Click. Mm-hmm. It was not that aggressive, but that's the no. exact vibe. She was operating on that level. She was channeling Terry. Uh, so she wrote down everything that she could observe. <laughs> like peeping through curtains. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then I guess she figured she was going to get caught because she heard Midas and his business partner Well, she talking. took the accidental nap. Because remember, she was like, if I just sleep through the afternoon, I can creep around at night and get more information from my story. So she took the nap and then she hears voices right outside the door to the bungalow. Yep. So she knows the jig's up. So she starts going through drawers, which I would have never thought to do. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that. Um, And they're just so happen to be like sets of bikinis and bathing suits. Who doesn't keep guest bikinis at their bungalow on their private island that no one ever visits? Guest robes like a hotel, but like bikinis bikinis and thing no so she straps one on and like just saunters the fuck out there and it's like <laughs> hi honey <laughs> i fell asleep after being in the sun all day oops my bad and then she kisses the fuck out of him yep. in front of all these people uh-huh. that are with him that she doesn't know and then she just does a beautiful graceful little dive into the pool uh-huh. so everyone can see her jiggly bits if she right. goes under the water i mean if you gotta use it i mean good diversion mm-hmm. apparently i love the description of like when she popped out of the water and looked back like all the co-workers were fucking staring at her <laughs> a woman oh my god i've never seen such a thing i mean remember the big deal was like he's never right anyone he has right yeah. a woman on midas's private island yeah that's that's a big deal <laughs> yeah um, she i cannot believe she had the fucking balls to do that that's true um i said just gonna try to sneak and spend the night on a billionaire's island huh oh the old pretend lovers to lovers story <laughs> classic <laughs> we, got, we got hit with that old bag of snacks um uh, so he makes a deal with her because she's already been seen and he can't ruin this business opportunity. Right. So he says at the end of the, the week. I think it was a week. The yeah. end of a few days. It, was, it wasn't very much. Um, you will pretend to be this lover that you've created. Because now that's what they expect. Right. Uh, so we're not going to damage my reputation. Pro- reputation, yes. I was going to say profile, but that didn't count. <laughs> Fine. Um, we're not going to damage that. And then at the end of it, you can have your interview. And then you yep. fuck off, and I don't ever want to hear from you ever again. Yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, you're going to make it believable. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, n- we're not fucking around here. Like, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, everybody gets something out of that then, right? Right. I would think so. <laughs> 
I could I could play along. Yeah. Um, I also had the question at this point. It gets answered later, but so she agrees to the whole situation, and he's like, "Okay, go change for dinner because now you have to have dinner with me and my business partners yeah. or whatever." And she's like, "Okay, I came with the clothes on my back, and I found this bikini." Yeah. So the island, <clears throat> we'll call her the hostess. Yeah. The island hostess takes her to his bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's like massive, has like yeah. an office off to the side, this big old fucking bathroom. And there are just like racks of women's clothing. Yeah. Hanging out. And I was like, um, if he doesn't entertain women, why does he have so many women's clothes? His dead wife, Ashley. No, that's not what it was. Was that not what it was? No, it turns out his sister comes and stays. There. Oh, that's right. She's a fashion designer. Yes. So he has. This, that's right. That that doesn't. Fair get, enough. Uh, a hundred pages later is when that gets cleared up. <laughs> I just went with, oh, dead wife clothes and left it at Jesus that. Christ. Yeah, dress up like my dead wife and then come to dinner. That's, she had no other clothes. That's what, was true. she supposed to wear her bikini to dinner? I mean, I'm sure the guys in the, the business Probably would have been fine would like with that. that. Yeah. That would be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> he also tells her at some point, besides... It's time you found out that when I do something, I do it thoroughly. <laughs> it's probably better than the right. after minute dinner. After dinner minute. <laughs> after dinner minute. Yeah, that's way better than the after dinner minute. Doing it thoroughly versus one minute. Mm-hmm. I know which one I would want. Thoroughly. All the time. <laughs> um, so they have their weird little awkward dinner and she has no idea how to behave. Yeah. And they're talking about like boring business crap. But you know what? I think that's the, ex- I think she- not knowing how to behave was the exact vibe all those fucking gross old men wanted. Oh, I think yeah. they just wanted her to sit there and be pretty at dinner. Yeah. So, just, accomplished. Just sit and be pretty. You know what? There's something to be said for no expectations like that. I'd prefer that. Like, you know, I don't have to actually pay attention to what you're talking about because I don't have to talk. Right. I can just chill there. Leave me to my consomme. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, that's just a broth. You're just sitting there drinking yeah, a broth. Yeah, you just... Okay. Try not to slurp. It'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no there was a japanese man there and slurping is a compliment oh, when, that's when you're true. eating ramen so the japanese man would be like oh she likes the consomme <laughs> see it'd be great <laughs> boy there was not a lot that happened in this book i'm no, sorry we're making jokes about the dumbest be, fuck this is gonna be the shortest shit ever so the next day she decides to like repool herself because there's nothing well, else yeah, going what on. else is she supposed to do and she thinks she's safe and then they convene early and creepy german guy comes out <sighs> yeah and he's like kind of hitting on her and she's like oh I'm but she's also, more than kind no, no, no. of he starts off kind of and then he escalates he does escalate very quickly though. yes um, but she's also using this as an opportunity to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Why are all these people here? Right. Like yeah. what business venture are we all going into together? And then he just takes it whoosh, like a hundred miles an hour, grabs her thigh. The quote is, <clears throat> um, why waste you in the boardroom when you could be enhanced in the bedroom? Enhanced? What the fuck does that mean? Like, she'd be a waste. Because she tries to prove that she's smart enough to know business. And um, he's like, oh, you'd be a waste in the boardroom, but you'd be enhanced in the bedroom. <laughs> I just love that he, like, look, I understand that men, some men, mm. are very fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. But usually, those sorts of men respect other men's, air quotes, property. Oh, correct. Right? Yeah. And so, like, how extra gross and skeevy do you have to be if you're not even going to respect the boundary of another man? Especially right? the man that you are staying at the largesse of. Yeah. That you like, are in business with. That right. you are, like, going to launch multi-million dollar projects mm-hmm. with. Right. 
just like I say all of that facetiously, right? Because that's all bullshit. Right. But like, yeah, it's just like he wouldn't even respect the boundary of this woman being mm-hmm. the property of this other man. Which fuck. Luckily, at the time it happened, was about the time that Midas popped out in his little leisure wear outfit. <laughs> I love all the costume changes. That that cracked me they up. They wore a lot of clothes, except for her. She was almost exclusively in bikini. Right. <laughs> Which, if I'm going to be there and I'm playing that role, I'm also just going to stay I mean, in a bikini. I mean, if my job is to hang out by the pool all day, then sure, bikini it up. Right. Bring me a marg. We'll call this a day. <laughs> Excuse me, hostess slash mm-hmm. island keeper. Mm-hmm. Could I have a pina colada? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Because if this creepy German guy's going to hit on me, I'm going to need to be buzzed. I need something to throw in his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we find out that afternoon they're going on like a like a boat cruise of the island. And he's going to show them that they go to lunch on a beach. And then that group is going to be taken to the island where there's like old cave like, paintings. Like some other shit. side of the island or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a little excursion. It was, yeah. <laughs> excursion day away from work situation. Mm. And yeah. I love that she was, like, not supposed to go, and then the German guy got involved. Yeah, so he was like, nope, you've been seen. You have to go with me. Yeah. Which is cute. Um, I guess. So they, they have their foodies, and she legitimately didn't feel well on the boat. No, that poor girl. So she's trying to, like, choke down food and pretend to be a normal human, which, been there, done that. Thankfully she didn't yak. I think it was just, like, a migraine situation. Yeah, it, was, it was a headache. <laughs> so they're all going to go on the thing, and she's like, hey, I'm just going to go back on the boat and, like, lay down whatever and he tells everybody is like a (laughs) i'm gonna go with her kind of like yeah peeing on his property kind (laughs) of situation i mean he had to after nasty german man that's true um but when they got to the boat he was like legitimately if you need to lay down like it's oh i I loved when he was like oh you genuinely don't because like once she kind of let the mask fall Uh and he was like oh you genuinely don't feel good like Mm -hmm. you look like you don't feel good and she's like yeah i said i had a headache (laughs) I meant it. Um, but this was like our first taste of like real spice because they, they both Fucking just kind of. finally. They they kind of attack each other. Yeah. Headache and all. Because I said, ooh, finally, some real spice. And like, it was not for a Harlequin book. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Did they have actual sex or just make out? No, because uh, he realized that she really did feel bad. Mm, that's and, why he stopped. And he stopped because I said. Uh, the quote was, his consideration brought tears to her eyes. And I was like, yeah, maybe mine too. <laughs> the bars on the floor with these books. Oh my God, the fact awful. that someone considered the woman and we're like, yeah, that's worth crying over. That's hot. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to yeah, shed tears hot. over that shit. Uh, we are so fucked up from reading these books. Oh my God. Maybe we need a, like, a donation page for our mental health. <laughs> Someone please help us play for, pay for therapy. Jesus. My therapist would be very jazzed if you could help help out. <laughs> so I, I did say that, oh, the clothes belong to the, the sister. So we found out where we those came from. We figured it out. Um, also, that, that night is when they sit down and he's like, okay, you can have your interview because by the time you leave, my news will have broken, mm. so you're not going to get the drop on me. Right, because I think it was the next day everybody was going home, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So it was like, yeah, fine, we can we can talk. And they sit down and she chooses like, she, she chooses like a robe yeah. over her bikini situation. Classic. Yeah, why not? Use all the things you got. Yeah. And <laughs> like, 
she's asking these really probing questions and he can't answer them because one he's mad that she's a journalist and two she's just in there in a robe okay but can we also talk about where they are they're like in his giant office Mm -hmm. attached to his bedroom Mm -hmm. and i pictured them being in one of those like dark brown leather sofas with the buttons that almost look like belly buttons because it's so deep and plush and there's a giant like fireplace and i just had this image of like when you sit in it you just like sink with like butter all the way down yeah that's what i thought they were in Mm -hmm. having this like supposed to be a serious conversation which turns into not so serious right but they also have he has the dictaphone going so they're recording it you said dick yeah jesus christ (laughs) come on woman we're not even there yet this is what our whole podcast is about come on it never gets there actually so it's fine um so, like, they end up making out at some point in the middle of the interview. I think it was, like, she leaned forward because she was, like, asking him a question in earnest. And uh-huh. her, like, shirt, her robe opened. And I think that was the last straw. Yeah. He just couldn't contain himself anymore. Right. Uh, Titties. So <laughs> they attack each other for a minute. And he's like, no, we got to finish this interview. Please go put some real clothes on. <laughs> yeah. We will meet in a suitable, sp- like, spot. And then... Okay, but, like, how many times has your husband been like, for the love of God, put some clothes on, woman, because I can't stop staring at those titties. I've heard that. Many, many, many <laughs> yeah. times. I've heard that. that so, in defense of this guy... Yeah. Fair. It's not... No, I don't blame him for that at all. <laughs> for the love of God, put some fucking clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she gets most of her interview, and I like that when he's telling her the technical stuff of their... Uh, it's like a... They made fake diamonds for drilling or something. Like, it's going to revolutionize the... I didn't fucking care. I was waiting for them to actually bang. Right. So much (laughs) like you, she also didn't care. So she just, like, drowned half that out. She wasn't paying any damn attention. And uh, I think they finished the interview. And then is it that night or the next morning, she gets a phone call that her daughter is super sick. It was the next morning? It was a very inopportune time. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, it was the next morning. Yeah. Because that happened really early in the day. Um, so she's explaining to him, like, I know I'm not supposed to leave yet, but they say that she has some virus fever that's really dangerous. Yeah. Something. It sounded made up. I don't fucking know. And so they, <laughs> the thing I thought was wild is the pilot, I believe his name was Daniel, because that's important at some point. Um, yes, it is Daniel. Um, <laughs> Thanks, notes. (laughs) So Daniel takes her from his island and drops her in the helipad of Terry's fucking house. Yes! Oh my god, I forgot that he was just like, he go. (laughs) It's like, oh, we're just gonna land in his backyard. It's cool. Uh, So she gets there and finds out that it was all a panic. Her daughter's actually just got like a virus. Can we talk about the fucking hubris of Terry? Mm. The reason that this man has a fucking helipad in his backyard Mm -hmm. is because I think in the book she said like he didn't want to miss any stories and having his own helipad meant he could get get exit from the house to get to stories faster if the company picked him up like right from his house. Uh And I was like, the fuck, Terry? (laughs) I mean, the fuck Terry the whole time because Jesus Christ. Yeah, because then... Added to the hubris of the helipad. Mm -hmm. And then we get there and like, oh, it was overblown how sick this poor child was. Right. So you've worried the mother to death. All he's interested is hanging out with the pilot and like doing a once over on the... Well, he tried to hang out with her and pump her for information about like, what have you been doing with Mr. Midas? Right. And he did make it very clear that he wanted her back. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because yeah, well, she's, now that she's with someone else. He realized she has value. Oh, surprise. Mm. And then I loved that he was trying to pump her for information. And she's like, not now, Terry. Right. I'm here to see my kid. Yeah. And she fucks off to find the kid. And Terry just is like unconcernedly chatting with Daniel. Right. That's fine. What kind of helicopter are you riding here? And also, I love that she low-key hates the nanny. Like, the yeah. nanny's doing a good job. The nanny is not a problem yeah. at all. But it's like... It's like, she's mothering my child, and I should be mothering my child, right. that bitch. I think it's more jealousy, right, oh, yeah, than, yeah. like, hate, right? This this woman gets access to my child, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That poor nanny. Yeah. She got, she got a lot of shit. Um, we don't even remember her name. Nope. That she poor, didn't poor get a lady. Look. Not that we remembered the island keeper's name, either. Yeah, she probably deserved a name more than the nanny did. Yeah, she seemed like a very nice lady. I liked her. Um... So she decides that she wants to go have a talk with Terry about, let's talk about what actually constitutes an emergency. <laughs> I feel like this is something you talk to a child about. <laughs> well, Terry did seem like a child. Terry is a man child. Yeah, he is. Um, <coughs> what constitutes an emergency? <laughs> so he's in his guest house with his assistant. Air quotes there. Discussing business. Air quotes, yeah. So many air quotes. Uh, so, so much she, business. She goes back and bangs on the door, and he's like, not now, nanny. I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's not the nanny, it's me. And so he cracks the door open, like, after she heard scrambling. And he's, like, barely got his clothes on. Everything's all disheveled. The waft of pot. <laughs> yeah, I love comes that. Comes winging out the door. <laughs> and the, the assistant's barely dressed, right? Like I me. think she's just clinging it to her. I think, <laughs> think? I, don't, I don't. I pictured her as, like, in the middle of putting her bra on. Yeah. Uh, also to note that the helicopter pilot, I think, is left. Yeah, he fucked he's, off. He's gone. Yeah. Um, and well, because so, he had to go back and pick up the businessmen because they were going home. Right. So he, like, dropped her off. Yeah. Terry chatted him up about his equipment or some bullshit. Right. And then he fucked off to get the other dudes. Um, I would like to trigger warning just for a second, the, like, an eating disorder situation. But, like, I really didn't like this next bit because she saw the assistant who was, like, a child because clearly this guy has a habit of grooming small children. Yeah. Medium children. I don't know how that works. Teenagers. Um, yeah. Um, I said she wasn't a, she wasn't a genuine child. She was like, a, she, she was like 18, 19. Yeah. yeah. I said, are we allowed to talk about women like that? She described her as an anorexic teenage figure. Hello, 1990. I know heroin chic, but like, oh, I 2023, mean, I can't like, handle no, it. No, you should not describe women like that. No. Um, although given that the industry she was in, she probably felt like she had to have an eating disorder to meet some standard. Probably. Because, like, you know, the 90s heroin chic. you were also groomed by this asshole. Like, feel pity for that woman because, Jesus. A little bit of empathy. Yeah. I feel like empathy is hard to have in the moment when you're just, like, oh. right? When you've just discovered this. Yeah. And you're filled with pure rage about how he's acting with the, the kid in the house. Yeah. Uh, which is what spars her to just tell the nanny that he oh, said yeah. it was fine that she could take her. And she packs up her <laughs> shit and she takes Yoink. her. And she knows she can't take her to her apartment, so she takes her to Midas's penthouse because tower. Because before she left the island, oh, yeah, he did Terry that. was like, okay, well, if you need anything, I've called the hotel staff. Mm-hmm. They know what you look like, and they will absolutely let you into my penthouse if mm-hmm. you need anything. You yeah. need a car, you call them, they'll pick you up, yeah. whatever you want. And I was like, oh my god, keys to the city. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, fuck yeah. I love being taken care of. That's the best. <laughs> uh, so she... She gets there, 
And they kind of, like, settle for a little bit. She's totally freaked out by, like, just kidnap kidnapping I mean, her own she, child. But kind of, because she doesn't have custody. I think right. that's technically it kidnapping. Is, it is technically kidnapping, but eh, her reasons were good. Um, and then Terry comes once he figures out, much later, once he figures out the kid's gone. Yeah. And he, like, they buzz her to the the lobby yeah because they wouldn't let him up right and so she's like instead of causing a scene we'll go to this cafe around the corner and talk and he's like well i've got you on kidnapping charges and i've got you on all this other shit and like just casually drops that midas's life is on the line oh yeah i forgot there's like like a threat again and he also points out that her article has already been published oh yeah i forgot that Mm -hmm. boy i forgot a lot of shit yeah welcome Okay. You, you you get to hold my hand through some other ones. It's fine. Um, so he's like, oh, yeah, your article was great. And so she, like, picks up a paper and realizes, like, her notes had been turned into an article. And But wait, how would her article have been published if she hadn't submitted it to her editor yet? I don't know. <gasps> Maybe it was when Terry talked to Daniel <laughs> and stole her notes and had it. While she was with her kid, he raided her bag and uh-huh. got details from Daniel and then finished it up and sent it in without her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so she's very afraid that now Midas is going to think that she has backstabbed him. <laughs> Yet another shitty journalist. Right. She was just journaling. How dare she? <laughs> just journaling. <laughs> it's supposed to be a like positive, self-affirming <laughs> yeah. thing, but hers, no. Um, journaling gone bad. <laughs> the journaling therapists don't recommend. <laughs> This part's kind of, it's that really quick wrap-up It's all rushed and it doesn't, yeah. It's it's all together. So she gets back up. She realizes that something's wrong. She calls Terry. He tells her to get the fuck out of the apartment. Wait, she calls Midas. Midas, right. Yeah. And her kid is still in the apartment with her at this point. Right. She's playing with all the fun toys that he has for his nieces and nephews. Yeah. So, like, kid's happy, just has no idea that there's anything wrong. And she's like, I can't leave without you. Like. Yeah. I'm not not leaving this place until I know everything's fine or whatever yeah. womanly plight she's going to go with. Yeah, I don't know. And he tells her to leave and he can't talk anymore and he's in protective custody. He's got to go. Yeah. I don't even know if he even said he was in protective custody. Didn't he just say, like, you need to leave there right now. I'm handling it. And then just, like, click? Probably. Oh, no, no, no. Terry told her that he was in protective custody. Or it was on the news or something. I don't she, she found that out somehow. Um, Because she, like, said two sentences to her. And then she just hunkers down. Even though he fucking told her to leave. Right. If she had just gone back to her little apartment, (gasps) everything would have worked out better. Or went to the downstairs and been like, hey, there's something going on. I need to leave the penthouse. Is there another room in the hotel? Yeah, it's a hotel. You think for Terry. have so many options. Not for Terry. For fucking Midas, man. They could give him another room. Right. In the hotel. Shocking. Just, like, the just blatantly disobeys. Uh-huh. Ugh. Believe the things that people tell you and everything goes so much better. Yeah. Um. So they kind of settle in. She makes them dinner. Her and the kid. Yeah. Her for, and the kid. Yeah, because the kid stays with her. I forgot about that. And then the kid goes to bed and then Daniel shows up. Daniel the helicopter pilot. The helicopter pilot. Which you found out earlier in the book. He was from... 
So he was from Fiji, and he was working to try to get his family brought to Australia because of the coup and right. He was, that I guess he was trying to just like it was really politically unstable. Somehow he escaped right. and was supposed to be like saving money to help his family escape. And, and we find out really quickly that he blames Titus for him not being able to do that on his time frame. Like, yeah, he thinks it's Titus's fault. Or Midas, Titus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna let it ride i didn't even notice yeah he thinks it's midas's fault that he hasn't gotten his family back quick enough because he has connections also he's working with one of his political enemies so oh i forgot about that detail because one of the political enemies is was at the meeting the mining all week, conference. right yeah. yeah i forgot about that bit yeah because midas was trying to keep them apart and like keep the status right quo shit and it, right right yeah, a big political mess um <laughs> so you find out that Terry had got the information from Daniel to write the article, and then he had sent that to uh, the shitbag at the news place that was trying to take her spot, which I now realize to I To the other was, Terry? I, I realized Wait, that, is his name not Terry? No, I don't think so. I think I, I very confidently fucked that one up. Is it like a Jeff? Oh my god, it was! I'll give the story to Jeff. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Is it like a Jeff? Is it like a Jeff? All right. So yeah. I got that totally bass backwards. Terry's the <laughs> shitbag ex-husband and Jeff. It's like a Jeff. I like that we were calling them both Terry. We could just keep calling them both Terry. Okay. So Terry 1 and Terry 2 co-conspired <laughs> and, wrote, <laughs> and wrote this article, published it. God, um, we're so bad at this. <laughs> listen, I only take names on the, the top level people. I don't make names of everybody. So, so, uh, he decides he's, Daniel decides he's going to take matters into his own hands and he's going to take Midas the fuck out. Hell yeah. Fuck the system. I don't know how taking Midas out helps his family. I don't either. I didn't understand the thought process. That, I guess when you're desperate, any option's an option. I mean, maybe. Sure. Um. Should have just started a GoFundMe. (laughs) In 1990, I don't think that was an option. (laughs) Uh, I should have posted on his MySpace. Yeah. That he needed That's money. still not 1990. Damn. Friendster? No. Friendster. Um, so he's holding her at gunpoint. Her daughter's blissfully sleeping in one room. And he's like, when he gets... Oh, he wanted her to call him, call Midas, and tell her that she was in danger. Oh, right. And he should come to her. And she didn't want to do that because she didn't want him to get killed either. Yeah. But also, your her daughter's kid. in the next room. Can you guess? She fucking caved. <laughs> yeah, so she calls him. And then he says, like, give him a half an hour and he has to get here. And she's like, well, how do you know he can get here? And she was like, he, he'll make it happen. And I was like, okay, that doesn't Because he's seem the logical. Midas man. Yeah, the Midas man can make everything happen. <laughs> and so this giant figure comes busting through the front door. I love this. This is the, the way to end this story. Yeah. And he's got the gun. Daniel's got the gun pointing at, at Midas. And she's off to the side. And they're they're having a little bit of an argument. Not much is said. And he goes to pull the trigger. And she, like, leaps on Midas and <laughs> shoves him to the ground. She just barrels into him and knocks right. him over. Uh, it the, the, the shot was poorly aimed anyway. It, like, hits yeah. the, the ceiling of the hallway or some shit. And then... All the SWAT team come in and tackle Daniel. So it's swarm, just like. Swarm, swarm, swarm. Yeah, like 400 people, I'm imagining, just like descend on this apartment. And I shouldn't laugh at this. Gun violence is serious. But goddamn the we're image. We're Americans. We can the laugh at gun violence. So, so then she looks down 
And she can hear Midas talking behind her. Yes! Okay! How the fuck did she not, like, they talked for long enough that she could have actually gotten a look at him before the gun was fired. How did she not notice the man that she loved Mm. wasn't that man? Right. Come on, woman. Yeah, so, like, Midas comes out, like, not in his suit, but, like, in sweatpants and shit because he gave his suit to the... his Kevlar vest that they've locked him in, yeah. And then they, they give the I love yous and the... But also, isn't she still, like, on top of the decoy Midas? No, no, she gets up Did at some point. Because she realizes it's it's the bodyguard that dropped him off to begin with. I was just like, how do you not know right. what he looks like? I mean, thank you for saving the bodyguard. He didn't do anything wrong. Fuck but the like, bodyguard. Yikes. I'm just saying, this lady mm-hmm. professes how much she loves this man, and she confused him and his bodyguard. Okay, but how much stress are you under... And let's imagine there's a shadowy situation going on. They're in a penthouse. How much shadow? They have well lit. They're all windows. Maybe it's mood right? lighting. I don't. It's at night. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, it was at night. Give her. Give her a couple points. I'm not saying she's completely wrong, but like, I just like found it very unbelievable that she completely fell for this. Yeah, I did too. But apparently, that's what the SWAT and Daniel team was. Too. Daniel's known him even longer than she right. has. Oh yeah, yeah. The gunman absolutely <laughs> should have known. <laughs> like the gunman knows what this man looks like. He's worked for him for like a year plus, uh-huh. right? Oh my god. Yeah. Very unbelievable. Okay. Fucking so, Christ. Surprise! They love each other. They decide to get married. Woo! They already have a kid. Yata! Built-in family. Oh, and Terry got Terry got fired or something, right? Or yes. arrested? And arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so he got what was coming to him, and she gets her kid. Hooray. Hooray. Boring book done. They don't ever fuck. No. There's like the most they do is make out, I guess. For some reason, I thought they actually had sex in the the sofa situation, but maybe not. (laughs) Go to the notes. Did they ever actually have sex? I think, yes, actually they did when they were on the boat. With the migraine. The migraine sex. Okay. Because I did remember... Because she's the talking romance about, was decent in this book. Yeah, and there it was, was how no much nubs how and, much he fulfilled her and and whatnots, but it wasn't gross. That, that it wasn't weird. like weird shit about like her boobs thrusting and her nub being poked. Right, nobody's thighs were pulsing in time <laughs> or, whatever or whatever your thighs do. Yeah. That, yeah, it was actually like decently written sex scenes. Yeah, not nearly enough of them, and the story was really shitty. I think there was maybe like two actual sex scenes. Yeah, but yeah, it was par for the course honestly it's not the worst no harlequin book we've read no if i had to rank it it would certainly be in the top half it's not even gonna crack my top five it was not that exciting we'll call it like seven you think it's that high i'm thinking out of ten. Oh, i thought we were ranking it in comparison to the other books to all of them yeah uh we'll call that in the top 12 yeah it's like it's certainly in the upper echelon uh-huh. but not like I mean, I think at some point we're going to have to take our little blissful vacation out of our ranking. Oh, nothing at this point. Nothing Harlequin writes will ever top. Right. Cozy smut of right. the companion. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like, we're never going to get that level of fantastic from Harlequin. So no. let's just chunk the Harlequins and Daniel still together. Because let's be honest, you and I both have a very large affinity for the clone and I. Yeah, that one's pretty, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I also really liked the old Nina Bangs. Yes. Uh, but, like, again, just compared to the Harlequins, this one's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... 
<laughs> this is gonna sound really bad, but the thing I like about the Harlequins is they often have the most fucking ridiculous storylines. Mm-hmm. Like, wife by contract, oh. mistress by time. <laughs> we need more of those. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least that, I'm like, oh my god, this is so entertaining because it's just fucking bananas. Uh-huh. Like the clone and I, right? right it's yeah. just so off the wall. Yeah. This is just boring. Boring. Yeah. And again, the sex was okayly written, right. but there wasn't nearly enough of it. No. No. I don't know. <laughs> if I'm giving this a ranking out of 10, yeah. with one being the best and 10 being the worst, I would give it like an 8. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, needs more cowbell. It does need more cowbell. There's no spice in that. <laughs> There's just... There's a gun battle at the end, and that doesn't even <laughs> spice it up enough. Even the gun battle was like, yeah, so that happened. Okay, moving mm-hmm. on. Oh, they wrapped it up. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Epic gun battles of history. The, uh, Midas, the Midas Daniel standoff does not land anywhere in history. The fake Midas Daniel right. standoff. Again, this man is your employer, and you don't know if there's a fucking decoy right in front of you at point blank. Yeah. And also, you miss from point blank. Yeah. Poor Daniel. <sighs> Little misguided bastard. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. We're done with this. That one's done. Fuck this book. Oh my god. All right. So what's next, Ashley? What are we doing next week? Uncle Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're doing a really lovely book called Uncle Daddy that was recommended by our good friend Laura. Thanks, Laura. I mean, thanks, but also fuck you. Yeah. Um, So if you would like to look that up in anticipation, you may find. reviews of uncle daddy anywhere on google Mm -hmm. um and we will be back with another shitty harlequin book yay uh before before we leave let's do a quick thank you to russ from faded line studios thanks babe he lets us use all of the recording equipment that makes us sound so good Mm -hmm. if you would like to stay up to date with what we're doing help us vote on future books that we read um give us suggestions for future books to read then please follow us at uh, Boomerotica Podcast, all lowercase, on Instagram, and um, give us a um, help. Give us give us some help boosting um, our presence on the internet. Um, like and follow on um, all the platforms that you listen to us, and please pick your favorite episode and share it with your friends. Yeah, see if they'll join us on this on really this... horrible journey. <laughs> please, we need more people in this madness. It makes it worth it. It's really nice when we hear from you guys and you're like, boy, that book fucking sucked. And yeah. we're like, thank you for understanding our pain. Yes. So if we could get more people to On this pain along, train, thank <laughs> you. It, you know, pain shared is pain halved. So yes. the more people, we can just continue dividing the pain. That'd be nice. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Thanks, guys. See y'all. Have a good night. <laughs>